This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com. Hi, this is Rob Bartlett, one of the original hosts of WWF Monday Night Raw and one of the top 10 worst wrestling announcers in history. You're listening to the Monday Night Project. Here's your host, Luke Jennings. Hello wrestling fans and welcome to the Monday Night Project. I am your host as always, Mr. Luke Jennings, here to bring you our weekly look at the Monday Night Raw television series. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter at MemphisCast and also follow the network at PTBN Wrestling. This week we are covering the 16th of August 1993. Last week on Raw we saw a heavenly debut, contracts signed, macho midgets and much more. Before we head down to ringside, let's give you a quick uh, look around the wrestling world as what's happening. Uh, the WWF held a show on the 13th, so last week in Madison Square Garden, 13,000 saw WWF champion Yokozuna defeat Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels and Diesel beat Bam Bam Bigelow. Sorry, Diesel, Shawn Michaels and Bam Bam Bigelow defeated Mr. Perfect, Tatanka and Mike Gennetti in an elimination match. Jerry Lawler beat Randy Savage by disqualification. The Smoking Guns defeated the Head Shrinkers. The 1-2-3 Kid defeated Dwink the Clown. Owen Hart defeated Blake Beverly. Bastion Booger defeated the Brooklyn Brawler. Over in Japan, the UWFI held the Fight of Champions 3 in the Budokan Hall in Tokyo, Japan, 16,500. We're in attendance. Amongst those wrestling were Tommy Cairo and Bad News Allen, Gary Albright and Dan Severin teamed up as they beat Nobuhuki Takeda and Kayashi Tamura, and in the main event, Super Vader, that being uh, Big Van Vader, defeated Kazuro Yamazaki. Good Lord. On the 14th of August, Smoky Mountain Wrestling held their Fire on the Mountain show in Johnson City, Tennessee. Freedom Hall, 1,400, saw Jimmy Del Rey beat Steve Armstrong. The Dirty White Boy defeated the Mongolian... Sorry, the Dirty White Boy battled the Mongolian Stomper to a double disqualification. Big Boss Man pinned Kevin Sullivan. Chris Candido beat Tim Horner via disqualification in a Loser Sucks a Baby Bottle match. Smoky Mountain World Champion Brian Lee defeated Tracy Smothers in a coal miners glove match. The Rock and Roll Express and Bob and Steve and Scott Armstrong defeated the Heavenly Bodies and the Bruise Brothers and Jim Cornette in a Rage in a Cage match. And then on this day, the 16th of August, Memphis, Tennessee, there will be a show in the Mid-South Coliseum featuring... Dog, Doug, Dog, Doug Vine and Jeff Sword going up against the Moon Dogs, and they will be winning the USWA Tag Team Titles. And there will also be Brett and Owen Hart beating Jerry Lawler and Jeff Jarrett. Meanwhile, in Smoky Mountain, 310 people will attend the Clintwood Elementary School in Clintwood, Virginia, and they will witness Jimmy Del Rey pinning Ricky Morton to win the vacant Smoky Mountain Beat the Champ TV title. So that is elsewhere, uh, WCW are on the road to the Clash of Champions 24. That is happening in two days' time on the 18th. Elsewhere here in the WWF, there is not really much happening. Um, this, just a quick note, this is live. So this is live from the Poughkeepsie Mid-Hudson Civic Centre. Next week, there is no Raw. They're going to be showing the previous night's Summer Sam Spectacular in a one-hour show, so we'll be covering that. The following Monday is SummerSlam, and then there's no Raw for the next two weeks, uh, as it's the US Open, I believe. So this is the last live Raw. This is the last Monday night Raw until the 13th of September, but we will be here. Next week, we'll be covering the SummerSlam Spectacular. The following week, we'll be covering three matches from SummerSlam. So that is something to look forward to so without further ado oh just a quick note um last week 
IR, uh, Vince announced it was going to be IRS versus El Matador at the beginning of the show. I said that Tito Santana had done. Tito Santana has done. Uh, El Matador is no more. Um, I think because the taping, because they tape everything like weeks behind, I kind of think that's what's happened. So uh, but El Matador is not going to be here. But we have got a a substitution for him and it'll be a, a pretty decent match I believe so without further ado do let's head down to ringside and see what we've got on the 16th of August 1993 edition of Monday Night Raw this is the Monday Night Project it's only on USA coming up next you're watching USA America's favorite cable network Apologize, I said Aaron Arshosa was going to be Aaron Arshosa's not even here. It's Ted DiBiase wrestling as he is trying to get revenge on the 123 kid. We just saw highlights there from a couple of weeks ago in Wrestling Challenge when the 123 kid beat Ted DiBiase, much to the uh, pleasure of Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon will be facing Ted DiBiase at the incoming SummerSlam event August the 30th. We're here in Poughkeepsie, Mid-Hudson Civic Centre. Danny Davis is our referee. We've still got the uh, the classic neon 1993 entrance. Ted DiBiase is wearing his traditional black trunks, black boots. 123 Kid wearing his blue singlet with 123 uh, all over it. Crowd are very uh, pro-123. His eyebrows are starting to grow back a bit, so that's good. One, two, three, kid now comes in and is attacked from behind from Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase was a knees to the uh, midsection. Oh, big chop by DiBiase. Oh, big right hand. And again. Very aggressive start here by the million dollar man. Oh, head first into the top turnbuckle. We've got Randy Savage, Bobby Heenan and Vince McMahon in the commentation station. We are live here. First time in a long time. The last time in a long time. <laughs> DBOS, he picks him up. Irish whip now by DBOS. Oh, big knee of the bread basket. If you've never seen anything um, 
if you, if you haven't seen any of Teddy Bussey's outside WWF stuff, I highly recommend it. His Mid-South career is very, very good. His uh, stuff in Japan, where he teams with Stan Hansen, is also very, very good. I think they're former tag team champions. And they both look like each other as well. They both wear the same attire. They both got the same sort of similar hair. Very, uh, some people aren't too enamored with his WWF career, but he is, uh, his outside stuff is very good. Oh, big back over by Dibios. Razor Ramon on the phone. This kid, he does some things that people never seen. Yeah. I think he got some surprises for DiBiase. I see. I spoke to the kid. We talked it over. He got a few surprises to show DiBiase. Big suplex there by DiBiase. We are. Uh, this is the middle of the uh, Razor Ramon turn. He is currently. Uh, I it probably classes him as a tweener, but he's like 95% uh, good guy. Ronty 3 kid goes to the outside, he ducks the clothesline and then falls to the outside of the ring, getting a breather. Because he's spent the last uh, few minutes getting the snot kicked out of him. Ronty 3 kid still on the outside. Debussy waiting for him to come in. Ronty 3 kid's in. Oh, takes an elbow to the back of the neck. Debussy fully in control of this match. He's probably been wrestling longer than uh, the one, two, three kid is alive at this very point. DBRCA second generation star, I believe his father was was he Mike? But he he, di he died in the seventies or something in the ring. He sort of had a heart attack and died in the um, I can't remember where it was. Or I remember reading it in the uh, PWI almanac. Back in the day. Irish whip, big Irish whip in at the corner there by DiBiase. One, two, three, could go to the outside. He's back in the inside, he's on the elephants now, off the ropes, drop down, leap through. Kind of, that works. One, two, nope. Drop kick by the kid. Again. One, two, three, could go to the cover. One, two, kick out. Irish whip now by Kid. Follows it in. Big back over by DiBiase. Kid is down. DiBiase now stomping away to the midsection and ribs. DiBiase, of course, blaming Razor for that defeat, and DiBiase and Razor will clash as we spoke earlier of the matchup in two weeks' time from tonight at SummerSlam. I think you're going to see who the bad guy is. And they are chanting Razor, yes, indeed. Oh, my. And the more they chant Razor, the more DiBiase... Fists are plenty by DiBiase to the kid in the corner. Irish up now by DiBiase, corner to corner. Comes following in. One, two, three, kid ducks. Shoulder first went DiBiase. Kid going up to the top rope. He's on the top. Big high cross body. One, two. Oh, just kick out. It's going to go again by the looks of it. One, two, three, kid goes to the top rope on the outside. But wait a minute, here comes IRS. IRS is there and he pushes the one, two, three, kid off the top rope and the referee saw it. Instant disqualification. IRS drops the elbow. Kicking the shit out of the one, two, three, kid. Two on one. Razor Ramon's not even here. He was on the phone a minute ago. He's not even here. Someone's gonna have to. Someone else is gonna have to save the one, two, three, kid. IRS now holds kid while DBS punches and chops him. Who's this? It's the Steiner brothers. The Steiner brothers. Rick and Scott are coming down here, fending off the Money Inc. Uh, in the middle of a middle of a mini feud for the tag team titles at the minute. Steiner line by Scott. Steiner line by Scott. Back elbow by Rick. Big Steiner line over the top rope by Ricky. Luckily the Steiner brothers were here. Otherwise the one two three kids may be leaving the arena in the hospital. One two three kid wins by disqualification. Hey, that's Bel Alfonso. Who knew he was a referee? On the part of Ted DiBiase, with Irwin shoving the one, two, three kid off that top rope. Once again, 
It is a defeat in the record book for Ted DiBiase. Well, he didn't beat him. He won a disqualification. Irwin's sending a message to the punk kid. Wait till SummerSlam. There, there's two columns, Bobby Heenan. A win column and a loss column. Exactly. And you know where this one goes for Ted DiBiase. Neither column, because he didn't beat him. It's just a disqualification. Don't you understand the rules? Do I have to get a rule book out and show you things? Don't Your you understand? Book? I don't think we'd want to read your rule book. The Steiner Brothers, along with the one, two, three, kids. By the way, coming up a little bit later on, we're going to see Bastion Booger, all 400 some odd pounds of him, squaring off against Marty Jannetty. Well, I think we've seen the last of Marty Jannetty, because Bastion Booger will beat him so bad, uh, i got to pick Booger to win that one. And Randy, I think you have a little something for us. i got to surprise that guarantee to satisfy everybody. Stay tuned. A surprise that just keeps on giving and giving and giving. Oh, yeah. I love surprises. Really? Yes. All right. We're going to find out what a surprise is. Just momentarily, but look at this. Irwin with the shove, and we'll be back with more Monday Night Raw. Stay with us, everybody. Eggs, bacon, a stack of pancakes. yourself for an event of epic proportions. Hacksaw Jim Duggan battles WWF champion Yokozuna. A rematch of their first and brutal encounter. Tag team champions the Snyder Brothers take on Money Incorporated. A war inside a steel cage for the title. Before the showdown in Motown comes the SummerSlam Spectacular this Sunday night on USA. What a spectacular that's going to be. Yes, the similarities is spectacular, but then again, so is the SummerSlam spectacular this coming Sunday night. The cage match with the Steiners against Marty Hicks and Hacksaw Jim Duggan against Yoko Zuna. Well, that cage match, the man, there is no winner. There can't be a winner. Even if you win that match, you're going to feel it for months to come. It's the most dangerous match in the World Wrestling Federation. Speaking of dangerous, that would lead us to this tag team, the Ted Trinkers, Sabu, Batu, managed by former tag team, Great, and champion in his own right, Afa. Exactly, and the Ted Trinkers want to knock out everybody until they get in line for a title shot. That's the plan. Mike Kuro and Dave Moraldo are the uh, opponents to the Head Shrinkers. I was going to say victims, but you never know. Anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. We've got uh, Afa down here managing Fatu and Samu. So their uh, opponents, Juro and Moraldo, are waiting. Waiting with uh, bated breath to face the Head Shrinkers. Bill Alfonso is our referee. Head Shrinkers are taking off their uh, outerwear. They've got their uh, black three quarter trousers on, no boots. After giving his uh, final instructions to the boys before they wail away on Churro and Maraldo. One of them has been thrown outside. Samu is in there now with, I'm not sure which one. Oh, Jesus Christ, what a back kick there by Samu. He ducked the, uh, the opponent ducked the clothesline, but he did not duck that big foot. I think he's, uh, I think he might be dead. He's not moving. Uh, yes, he's, I think he's, if he's not knocked out, he's selling that really well for an enhancement talent. Samu rolls him into the, his corner and then brings the uh, his tag team partner in. Gut wrench suplex by Samu. Tags in Fatu. They pick up this uh, poor gentleman. Double Irish whip. Oh, fists they got. And oh, double flapjack. 
If you could hear squeaking in the background, it's the dog. He's playing with his toys. Fatou, very happy with his work. The uh, the other guy is just still laying prone on the mat. He, I don't know, he isn't kind of moved. He, his, if, if he's not hurt, that's a very good selling from an enhancement talent. Very good selling. Fatou picks him up. Oh, headbutts him. Tagging the Samu. Double team. What are we getting here? Double face first Russian leg sweep. Very similar to the stroke from good old Double J. Samu picks up the opponent. Irish whip. Picks him up. Oh, hangs him over the top rope. Hot shot if you will. Samu puts him in position. Tags in Fatu. Fatu to the top rope. And big splash. One, two, three. Your winners, the Head Shrinkers. This SummerSlam report is brought to you by Chevrolet. The most dependable, longest-lasting trucks. Like a rock. Count them. Just two weeks from tonight, at the Palace of Auburn Hills in suburban Detroit, it's SummerSlam. You can see it live on pay-per-view television Monday night, August 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Contact your local cable company right now. In the main event, Lex Luger. As we found out last week here on Monday Night Raw during that contract signing, Luger will have his one and only shot at capturing the World Wrestling Federation title from Yokozuna. That shot will be taking place at SummerSlam. That stipulation showing up simultaneously, by the way, with James E. Cornette, who showed up as the official American spokesperson for Yokozuna and Mr. Fuji. With royalty up for grabs, it's the king of the ring. Brett the Hitman Hart, meeting the self-proclaimed king, Jerry Lawler. Folks, this one has really gotten personal. And The Undertaker meets the eight-foot-tall giant Gonzalez in a rest-in-peace match. The Undertaker, the only one who knows the rules, and he has said absolutely nothing. Intercontinental Champion Shawn Michaels with bodyguard Diesel in his corner defends against two-time former Intercontinental Champion Mr. Perfect. And over the weekend, we found out that Ludwig Borga from Finland will be meeting Marty Jannetty at SummerSlam and the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Champions, the Steiners, return to their home turf in Michigan to defend against James E. Cornette's heavenly bodies. And, of course, the other matches that we talked about earlier in the hour. The SummerSlam card is complete, and it's a great one. Join us live on pay-per-view two weeks from tonight from suburban Detroit. Contact the cable company you're watching right now for Monday night, August 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Folks, don't miss SummerSlam. Vince, let's get back to you and the Macho Man, and of course my favorite. Yes, he's a great broadcaster, he's a great journalist, he's a philanthropist, he is a former world-class wrestler and manager. Let's get back to the Weasel. Hey! <laughs> All right! talking to me like that. That little skinhead, I'll pull his ears up so high, his hair will finally meet. That little geek talking to me. Get a hold of yourself. Schedule next up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, are you kidding me? What is this? That's Okerlund. That is not. That's Bastion Booger. Yeah. 
Christian Bugger goes one-on-one with Marty Giannetti. What a matchup this is going to be. Whitley returned with more Raw. Maybe missing a few teeth, but uh, we're here on Monday Night Raw. The following contest well, you missed it. He came Wolf out of the dressing room area. He had that ice cream. Yeah. He dropped it on the floor, picked it up with his hands, and just whooped it down. Yeah, we really missed it. I'm sorry we couldn't Booger. give it to the man. I saw it, but I didn't want to say anything about it. Bastion Bugger and Simmons Parodies. Here's the opponent. Beauty and the Beast. And look who's coming to town. So we are back, ladies and gentlemen. But some of the adverts aren't. They haven't been there very long for the last couple of weeks. I don't know what's going on. Obviously, this is the footage that uh, Richard has sent us. He hasn't recorded it. He has been sent the tapes. But so some of the adverts aren't as long as they used to be. But hopefully that will be resolved soon. We have got Ashton Booger going up against Martin Janetti. Mike Kyoda is our referee. Janetti wearing uh, multiple coloured black trousers with uh, green tassels. White boots, and he is up against 401 pounds of Bastion Booger wearing a grey singlet. Weird coloured boots. Obviously, Bastion Booger will have the weight advantage. Going for a, trying for a test of strength. Mike Giannetti with his uh, red and blue, red, white, and blue sweatbands on, supporting Alex Luger. Luger. Excuse me. Martin Giannetti. Fingers are locked. Test of strength. Bastion Booger is going to have the advantage here with the weight. Giannetti down to one knee. Squeezing on them fingers. Giannetti gets out of it with an arm ringer. Oh, Booger thrown into the corner. This, uh, this ain't going to be pretty, this match. Calling over a tie-up. Booger thrown back into the corner. Mighty Janetti keeps shoving him. Janetti using his speed now. Second rope high crossbody. One, two. Janetti's using his speed. Oh, arm drag. And again by Janetti. Taking over the big man. And, oh, hip toss. Drop kick by Janetti. Booger not down, drop kick again, and the Booger goes over the top rope to the out. No, he's just stays on the apron. No, he's outside. Bastion Booger, obviously, uh, former Friar Ferguson, former Norman the Lunatic, former Mika, Mika Singh and Stampede. Oh! Right, Janetti off the top rope to the outside with a fist drop. Drops the 401 pounder. Where, uh, Mike Mike Shaw, I believe his name is, has a, had had a multitude of uh, oh, cross body over the top rope again to the outside. Mike Shaw has had a numerous uh, gimmicks in wrestling history. Unfortunately, he passed away some time ago. But he definitely left a legacy in the wrestling business. Booger now back in the ring. Mike Janetti has him by the arm. Janetti now going to try and wrap that arm around the ring post. And again, wraps that arm around the ring post. A vicious Marty Janetti here. Bastion Booger on the uh, on the mat. We will continue. And we are back. Double mint gum. Bastion Booger now back in control of this match. Throws Janetti to the outside. Janetti grabs Booger by the leg. Drags him outside as well. Oh, big grind by Janetti. And again. Janetti now rams Booger head first into the apron. And, oh! He tried to do it again, but Booger shoved him and he Janetti hit nothing but a ring post. Janetti propped up against the ring post. 
Booker comes. Oh, squashes him against the ring post. Holy moly. I could have broken Janetti's spine. Booker now back in the ring. Referee on the outside check and make sure Janetti is alright to continue. He seems okay. Booger now gets Janetti back in the ring. Irish whip. Drops. Big back body drop. Holy moly. That back is going to be aching for sure after that big splash into the ring post. Oh, copper and forearm by Booger. Crowd getting behind Marty. Irish whip now by Booger. Drops down. Sunset flip, sunset flip. No, 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 no. Booger's going to go. Booger's going to... Splash! One. Two. No, no, no. Janetti kick one. Two. Three. He's got him, he's got him, he's got him. Marty Janetti wins. Marty Janetti wins. Booger went for his... He hit, the, he hit his uh, finishing maneuver. The uh, that chest splash. Janetti uh, hooked the, the arms for the reversal and gets the one, two, three. Big victory going into SummerSlam. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Ica Pro, you've gotta want it. Cobra's building an ultimate weapon, but standing in the way, G.I. Joe! It's good versus evil, and this time the battle's bigger than ever! G.I. Joe figures and vehicles sold separately. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Money Incorporated? <laughs> say gentlemen I don't see the faces of very happy campers let me tell you and all these tax cheating morons around here something McMahon first of all the one two three kid just got a little taste of what's gonna happen in SummerSlam well of course that may or may not be true but then again Ted DiBiase you're gonna get a taste of Razor Ramon at SummerSlam let me tell you something, Vince McMahon. I hope Razor Ramon was watching, and I hope the Steiners, before they stuck their nose in our business, was watching real close to what happened to the one, two, three kid out here tonight. Because that is what you call one picture worth a thousand words. One picture. You, Razor Ramon, at SummerSlam are going to pay the ultimate price. And the Steiner Brothers! Uh, let's, let's talk about the Steiner Brothers. Because I'm not too sure that either one of you two gentlemen are going to make it to SummerSlam. I mean, or at least in the condition you're in now, because right here on USA, we're talking about this Sunday night, the Steel Cage matchup with the Steiner Brothers. Well, you know what, Vince McMahon? It's like we're real stupid, stupid like a fox. I always say everybody's got a price for the million dollar man and there's nobody that we can't buy jointly. When they signed the contract to climb in a ring with Money Incorporated and a steel cage, they were bought and paid for. Well, there are a number of stipulations, uh, Irwin. Let me remind you of something else here, McMahon. If I were the Steiner brothers, I would be worried about making it to SummerSlam because when we get our hands on them, 
we're going to take the titles and they're going to go into Summerlin, SummerSlam, a bunch of losers just like they came in to the WWF. Shut up! Yes, the Steiners are big, they're strong, they're one of the most agile teams that we've ever been in the ring with. But between the two of them, they've got a cumulative IQ of about 10. They're stupid. You can't climb in a ring with Money Incorporated. Thus far, they have been lucky and they have cheated. Everybody's got their day. Wait a minute, Mr. DiBiase, come on. Stop, you guys. We're talking a steel cage match. We're talking the most grueling match there is in the WWF. Exactly. And if you think we don't know how to use a weapon? <laughs> well, clearly it's the first team out of the cage declared victorious. I mean, in terms of agility, in terms of speed and stamina, I believe most people would give the Steiner brothers the advantage. Hey, McMahon, let me point something out. That big M on the Steiner brothers jacket stands for morons. And we're going to show everybody out there that Money Incorporated not only has the money, we have the means and the brains to beat the Steiners brothers in a cage match, and it's going to happen. All right, we thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. They're headed to SummerSlam, and they're headed to the SummerSlam Spectacular this Sunday night in the steel cage to face the Steiner brothers. Don't go away, because coming up next is Mom. Not my mom, but man on a mission. And I've been hanging out with them. Oh, yeah, Oscar, Moe, and Mabel. Men on a Mission coming up next right here on Monday Night Raw. Don't miss it. Wendy, how's dinner coming? Dad, it's going to be another 20 minutes. There are times you're so hungry. <laughs> the U.S.-Japanese summit schedule for later oh. this summer has been... Look at this! Oh, my goodness! Slam, coming August 30th to a backyard near you. Only on pay-per-view. Aha, we're back! What's up, Batistay? Yeah, we have! Here they come! Yeah, 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 yeah! Throw your hands in the air! And wave them like it's just so clear! Everybody, we're So we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Men on a mission. Mom are here, and they are going up against a legendary tag team: Barry Horwitz and Iron Mike Sharp. Legendary singles should be legendary as a tag team. Barry Horwitz starting off his team against Mo. Bad body drop by Mo. Mo wearing a uh, purple, white, orange, green, blue, yellow, red singlet. Barry Hortz wearing uh, black and green trunks, black boots. In comes Mabel. Dropped to her by May. Leg dropped to the back of the head by Mabel. 500 pounds plus dropping down on Mr. Technical Barry Horwitz. Mabel picks up Horwitz and launches him across the ring. Big tag to the big iron, Mike Sharp. Black trunks, black boots and the infamous... Black wrist guard. Tag to Mo. Irish whip by Mabel. Double back elbow. Oh, double elbows by Men on a Mission. Oscar at ringside as always. Wrapping these guys in, in and out of the arenas. Mo. 
smashes uh, Mike Sharp headfirst into the top turnbuckle. Earl Hepner as our referee. Shadowed barge by Moe in the corner. Mabel now in. Mabel and Moe Irish up each other. Bang! Big splash in the corner by Mabel. Iron Mike Sharp is in trouble. Mabel. Oh! Body slam on Iron Mike Sharp. Moe's on the top rope and he oh, falls on Mabel, causing Mabel to fall on Iron Mike Sharp. And we have winners. That being men on a mission. take you now to the ongoing saga if you would commentary from Lex Luger he speaks of drugs and sports and anabolic steroids who is Lex Luger drugs in sports well you know being a professional athlete feels like all my life I think there's always that temptation there uh, you're in a high profile position People want to be around you. Not always positive influences. Uh, usually you're fortunate enough to make quite a bit of money at a very young age. I don't think your maturity is quite caught up with your uh, checkbook. And uh, I think that obviously makes professional athletes sometimes more susceptible than the general populace to drug problems and drug abuse. And, you know, I I'll be quite honest. Uh, we all mature and we go through these processes, like I said earlier. And, and I never had a drug problem, but I went through the experimentation that a lot of young athletes, professional athletes, go through, and I've worked my way through that. Lex Luger, are you Anabolic taking steroids? steroids? Emphatically, absolutely no. And that, you know, that's a real hot button with me because, once again, the maturation process of being an athlete and all the pressures you feel, the peer pressure that you feel from football and professional wrestling, um, anabolic steroids before they became illegal were very prevalent in athletics. I'm not denying that they still aren't prevalent at this point in time. But there's one thing I do know, they're not prevalent in any shape, form, or manner here, right now, in the World Wrestling Federation. But I will be totally frank and honest. Before they became illegal, I was a steroid user. And yes, I did use them. I wasn't an abuser of steroids, but I did use them. And, but I think it makes it so much more meaningful to me now that knowing I didn't need a shortcut. That, yeah, I'm, like we said earlier, maybe I'm a mesomorph and maybe have uh, fortune enough to have some genetic gifts more so than the other person. But I think that now I know that I can look good if I train hard, if I eat right, and do the proper things. Anybody out there, and I know because I've done it myself, can build a lot of good quality muscle and look good without anabolic steroids. I'm especially proud of this and especially, especially for the young kids out there coming up and want to be good athletes and want to get bigger, faster and stronger. I, I really feel great that I can now be truly a role model and say that if you eat properly, the proper nutrition, do the proper training with discipline, you take the proper supplementation, that you truly can build and maintain a great physique and a great athletic build without the use of anabolic steroids. That's a great feeling. It really is. So we are about a year away from the steroid trial, um, but uh, WWF is definitely changing. Um, gone are the Hulk Hogan's, the Ultimate Warriors, the big muscle guys, and in are the Bret Hart's, the Shawn Michaels, the Lex Luger's. Um, think he I don't know if Vince has been sort of um in trouble yet but it's definitely coming and like we said the trial's July 1994 but obviously things are probably in the uh, pipeline for him being uh going to trial so that I would imagine hence why because Lex Luger looks how Lex Luger looks that's why they're going you know Lex are you on drugs do you what do you think of drugs so they're basically using Lex as a, not a scapegoat, but just a, a face of the company to go, no, I'm not on drugs. Even though 
they were probably still prevalent in some form or fashion back in the day even though you know no, no even though the guys didn't look like they were on them obviously we now know that they were on other things other than steroids <laughs> but uh let's go back to the action as we have bam bam bigelow coming to the ring believe that Luna is lovely. They're the greatest looking couple I can think of right now. Really? Except for Frank and Kathy. Which, by the way, happens to be uh, their birthday as well. His opponent from Baltimore, Maryland, weighing 225 pounds, Rich Myers. Rich Myers stepping in the ring against Bam Bam Bigelow. Myers unquestionably with an uphill battle here. Perhaps you could say the same thing earlier on for Marty Jannetty, who... Bamba Piccolo here with the Luna Vachon in his uh, flame singlet. Going up against Rich Myers. Oh, Luna just spat at Myers. Luna now on the outside. Black and blue singlet with uh, Myers. Oh, white boots. Uh, no, Bill Alfonso is our referee. Side head look by Rich Myers, but he was absolutely just drilled to the mat with a back suplex. Bam Bam Beglo now picks up Myers. We recently uh, commemorated the 18th anniversary of Bam Bam Beglo's own untimely passing. That happened uh, during the, the last week or so. Oh, big stomp there by Bigelow. New Jersey native. Bam Bam Bigelow. Been wrestling at this point now since 87? Memphis, WCW, NWA, he's been around. Big Irish whip now by Big Low from corner to corner, folds it in with a big splash for a, a big man. He is one agile son of a gun. Very underrated wrestler, in my opinion, is Bam Bam Big Low. He's got the look. He had the, uh, possibly the wrong attitude when he was here in the late 80s. He had fallen, fallings out with uh, several guys. Wasn't happy with the way he was treated by the likes of Andre the Giant. So left to uh, WCW. Now he's back here. He's been back here for a little bit. Had a great match with Bret Hart at the King of the Ring. He's... Uh, He's not feuding with anyone at the minute, but he will be in the next couple of months be feuding with Doink. And that feud will last until 1994. Fully in control now of Rich Myers, who is uh, struggling to get off the canvas. He's got Bam Bam Bigelow standing above him, and he's got Luna Vazorn shouting in his face. Oh, big headbutt by Bigelow. Bigelow shouting at the crowd, not happy with how they're... Uh, Chanting at Luna. Bigelow now picks up Myers. Cinching him up for a suplex, maybe. Yep. A. Showing off to the crowd here now, Bigelow. Still got Myers up. And. Oh, just drops him. Doesn't even go down for a suplex. Just drops him. Mouthing off to the crowd. Didn't even go down with the suplex, just dropped him from that position. Oh, slams him down with authority. Bigelow now going up to the top rope. Bigelow now on the top. Measuring Myers. Big headbutt. One, two, three. Your winner. Bam, bam. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Jurassic Park, where the giant dinosaurs live again with all the excitement of the movie. Look for the JP mark only at Jurassic Park. Chip! Ah. Gotta have beef, gotta have spice, need a little excitement. 
Step into a Slim Jim. Oh, yeah. WWF Royal Rumble on Super NES. Incredible 16-meg action. No holds barred. It's perfect. WWF Royal Rumble on Super NES. Perfect. Wait a minute, what is this? A baby of beauty. Not as good looking as Luna, but not too shabby. The niece, Maria Catherine Thomas. You know what's the, the worst thing about having a date with a macho midget? He can't work. So the macho midget is back and he has brought a bevy of beauties with him. Uh, four lovely young ladies here. Wearing uh, not a lot. Bikini Tops and uh, Daisy Dukes. The Macho Magic here bringing these ladies out to the ring. I don't know what the reason is going to be. Is that, are these the... Oh, these are more raw girls because at the moment we've only got one. Macho Midget has brought these out. That was just, that was oh, that was great. So yeah, there's some more raw girls coming. The SummerSlam spectacular right here on USA, coming up Sunday night at eight o'clock Eastern. Get a load of this lineup if you would. Shawn Michaels defends the Intercontinental Championship against former WWF champion Bob Backlund. In addition to that, a special interview with the one and the only the Undertaker. And then from there, the tag title up for grabs, as we made mention earlier on, and the steel cage matchup. It's the Steiner Brothers against Money Incorporated. All that, in addition to Coco Zuna, squaring off against Hacksaw Jim Duggan. My, my, all oh, that hits your way. Sunday night, 8 o'clock Eastern, right here on USA, right now, courtesy of RCA Records. Let's take you to SummerSlam Jam.
So that is, ladies and gentlemen, how we ended Monday Night Raw on the 16th of August, 1993. That video uh, is in the Bret Hart as the world champion, so that hasn't happened since WrestleMania. The footage isn't, uh, there's bits of uh, SummerSlam 92, there's bits of WrestleMania 8, there's bits of WrestleMania 6, there's... Um, the Paris Arena from World Tour '89 is interlaced in there. Um, so yeah, it's very, uh, very bizarre for a record that wasn't that popular in the states. But over here in the UK, was did very, very well in the charts. The uh, the WrestleMania album, and they've been pushing it week after week here, over over here in the states. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. We have just watched the 16th of August 1993 edition of Monday Night Raw. Next week, we will be covering the one-hour edition of the Summer Slam Spectacular. Um, not entirely sure what matches are going to be on there. I'm pretty sure that the Steiner Brothers versus Money Inc. Cage match is going to be on there. Um, but we will endeavour to bring you the uh, best action that we can as we do each and every week. So please do not forget to follow us on Twitter at MemphisCast, where you can get news of this show and our Saturday show, the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Uh, you can find both shows on all good podcast suppliers. Please do not forget to follow our network, the Place to Be Wrestling Network, PTBN Wrestling, on Twitter. Um, forward slash Memphis Cast for merchandise. That is it for the plugs. Um, and that is it. So thank you very much for listening. Um, our, we are no way affiliated with the WWE, and our views and their views are purely our own. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for the fine folk of Poughkeepsie, New York, and the Mid Hudson Civic Center. We will see you next week for the summer splat, the summer splam, the summer slam spectacular. Until then. An old cowboy went riding out one dark and windy day. Upon a ridge he rested as he went along his way When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw Plowing through the ragged skies And up a cloudy draw Their brands were still on fire and their hooves were made of steel their horns were black and shiny and their hot breath he could feel A bolt of fear went through him as they thundered through the sky For he saw the riders coming hard And he heard their mournful cry Yippee-i-o Faces gaunt, their eyes were blurred, their shirts all soaked with sweat He's riding hard to catch that herd, but he ain't caught them yet Cause they've got to ride forever on that range up in the sky All the horses snorting fire As they ride on, hear their cry Riders loped on by him, he heard one call his name If you want to save your soul from hell riding on our range Then cowboy, change your ways, they are with us, you will ride Trying to catch the devil's herd Across these endless skies Yippee-i-o
день 